The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? One, two, three, four. It's the start of something beautiful. A small acquaintance has blossomed and ripened into a precious friendship. It feels like it's better, it's better with you. My life, it's better, it's better with you. This is true, it's better, it's better with two. My life, it's better with you. Hello, everybody, welcome. My brother, my brother, and me, advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm Griffin. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, hey. guys. Well, remember, hey, guys. Remember when we were kids? Yeah. When Publishers Clearinghouse, like people would win, uh, you know, like a million dollars to get a big check. Who delivered yeah, those sure. checks? What? Who delivered those checks on the Publishers Clearinghouse? Yeah. Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon never worked for Publishers Clearinghouse. Um, and, like, I just found this out seconds before we started recording that it's just, like, a huge Mandela effect. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. No, it's Ed McMahon from Publishers Clearinghouse. It was not Ed McMahon, Justin. Ed McMahon briefly worked for a competitor called America's Publishing House, but never worked for Publishers Clearinghouse, even though in there are, like, clips from TV shows where the people on the TV shows were like, it was Ed McMahon. He just called. I've won the publisher's clearinghouse. Are you fucking with me? I am not fucking with you, Justin. Is it? Uh, okay, I'm remembering now. And first of all, most of our young listeners are 12. Yeah. And so they used to just come to people's doors with a big check. And, and like, like a, a, some balloons for some reason? Like that sweet in the pocket? Yeah, like if they came to my door and like, hey, you're a millionaire and here's some balloons. I would, the balloons would not even, I would not clock those. The balloons but are for I, the kids. This is Mandela Effect, like the Berenstein Bears and um, all the, all of, I can't think of another For some one reason, people, there are some people who think Sinbad was in the Kazam movie um, and it was called Shazam or something. And no. it's like, no, that was Shaq. But I don't, that one's never That one me. I don't subscribe to because I'm not a dumb dumb. But anyway, they used to just come to your door and give you money. And I don't yeah. even think you had to put your name in. Sometimes Ed McMahon would just roll up to your house and be like, here's a bunch of money. But it wasn't Ed McMahon, it was actually Vince McMahon. And he would show up and be like, you got some money for you. And then when you took the check, Stone Cold Steve Austin would come and he would punch the check in half and he would punch your neck in half. And then the, and then he would get in your house and he would just take whatever he wanted. Oh, Griffin, I'm sorry. I actually just looked it up. It wasn't it's Vince this- McMahon. It was Vince Vaughn. And he would show up with John Favreau. Well, but mine, but if you and they would say it, like, "Your money, baby." Yeah, but if you've got so much money and you don't even know it. Yeah, but there's a lot of like wrestling jokes we could make if we did go with my one. I know, but I can keep going with the swingers thing if you want. But to. actually, you know what? People th- thought that Vince McMahon was funnier, so that's like a Mandela effect too. Oh my god, that's so weird. And you know how people used to think that Cheerios were called Yummyos? Uh huh. <laughs> that's a Mandela. That's a Mandela effect. This shit freaks me out. 
it freaks me out too. And it yeah. also freaks me out. I think it's kind of bullshit that like we're just now discovering that Nelson Mandela acted like he was doing all sorts of good stuff, mm-hmm. but really he was like he's just Switching a dirty dog inside all us. your memories, Changing fucking everything shit. up. Well, yeah, know? he built that alternate universe switcheroo machine. Uh, yeah. And then there's like the do you guys know about the thing in Star Wars? <laughs> Go on. The line in Star ben Wars. Grimm. Ben Grimm. Ben Grimm in Star Wars. It's he, like it's clobbering time. It's yeah. smashed right out the He actually never line. said that. He said it's clubbering time. That's, well, it's the, that's a little thing. It's the Darth Vader part where you think he says, um, Luke, I am your father. Spoiler but re- alert. But really the real line that he says, it's lightsaber time, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did know that. I I don't like repeating that. I don't say that word like ever. But it's but he that is what he, he looks up at him. He's like, my father's not like you. And then Darth Vader is like, it's whatever, whatever, idiot. It's like yeah. kind of B word. Yeah, a lot of people. There's a lot from Star Wars that people forget about. Like, yeah. The one scene where a lot of people think Obi-Wan Kenobi says, like, this lightsaber belonged to your father. Yeah. <laughs> he really says, it saves time, dingus. Yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. stands next to Luke. And there is, rewatch it tonight. Yeah. There's a 10-minute sequence with where Luke is, like, trying to find the on switch. <laughs> yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi's just like, blaze it, blaze it, yeah. blaze that shit. And blaze go. it, blaze yeah. it. And then there's Here a big is. part where Jabba's penis... <laughs> His, his McClunky, please. His McClunky is just like <laughs> out. Yeah. And but and you see and you think about that and you're like, that can't be real. Mandela effect. And it's funny what our brains can do. Yeah, because Han keeps tripping on the penis. He does trips on it and he falls in the Sarlacc mouth and dies. And a lot yeah. of people get that twisted. A lot of people don't remember that. Do you remember in Casablanca? He never says play it against Sam. Uh, it's just when Sam starts, he yells, that is my fucking jam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, play my joint, Sam. I think the line is he just goes up to Sam. And he's like, Sam, please. Please play it for daddy. <laughs> but we think that's so stupid. So our yeah. friends are like, you know, it'd be a way more. Ba- <laughs> hey, what's up, Griffin? It's me, Nelson Mandela, inside your brain. You know what would be a more badass line? And he twists it up on me. And yeah, I and I'll, the actual line he says doesn't amount to a hill of beans, which sucks because I fucking love beans. Mm-hmm. And like people always cut off that last part in their brains because they forget about that long, really long sequence of him just eating a bunch of beans. Do you remember a lot, that? A lot, a lot of people, people think. A lot of people do think, Justin, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was following, I was trying to like enhance yours. No, please go ahead. Well, was Mine gonna... was going to be a pivot out, so if you've got a chunky one, go ahead and let it fly, which is the classic line from Sandlot yeah. that James Earl Jones says to the boys. When he's taunting yeah. the kids from over the fence. He keeps peeking up over the fence like Wilson. He's like, you don't fucking way. got it. If you got a chunky one, let it fly, you a little turds. I don't know that he's actually standing on the other side of his fence with a glove and has been for the past yeah. few months. He's yeah. the one that crank one. A lot of people remember the dog catching it in his mouth. It was James Earl Jones caught it in his mouth. And in Gone with the Wind, everybody thinks, God's my witness, I'll never go hungry again. But really what happens is the wind blows all the food out of the yeah. house. <laughs> and she says, and I got the, the monkeys title... like a motherfucker. Yeah, and then they they don't have any more food because it's yeah. Gone with the Wind. And so she's like, get back here with the wind. But then they go to Subway. Yeah. And you know how everybody thinks Eat Fresh was the Subway line? What? That one's, that one's right. And oh, sometimes okay. Sometimes your brain's not playing tricks on you. 
That's when it's the weirdest. A lot of people think that this used to be an advice show, that we actually did advice no. on when? the show. Point to win. Point to win. Point Send to me win. a clip of when we did this. I'll wait. I couldn't find anything. I did a oh, Google, yeah. but I couldn't couldn't find anything. Uh, let's start. Let's turn it over a new leaf and try okay. to help people. This is an advice show. If you have an actual advice query that we could help you with, mbmbam at maximumfund.org is our email address. It's important we give that out every four years or so. Yeah. Because we, I, I don't know. I bet we see an influx. You're just sitting around. You're like, hey, I, I got I got, I need some help. And we'll help you. It's not a problem. <laughs> I don't mind. I like doing it. I like doing it. Contrary to the evidence of the past few hundred episodes, I like doing it. I once. do like doing it. My favorite Korean sandwich place gives out punch cards. For every 10 items purchased, you get a free sandwich. I've been collecting full punch cards for years. Some have been gifts, one I even found on the street. Nice. I'm leaving town soon, and I want to claim my free sandwiches as soon as possible, but I'm scared of being recognized as having received a free sub the day before. What do I do if that happens? I have about six cards left. That's from Nervous Sandwich Eater in Nebraska. I mean, you got to roll in and get all your sandwiches at once. Yes. If you do this every, if you come in for a free sando Every day, they're going to get pretty annoyed and PO'd with you. If Here's you come in once and you're like, seven sandos, please. Then it's always over and done with. It's also, done. we need to, hey, we need to, as a society, start thinking more about whether or not employees are paid commission or not. And I think that that will lighten up a lot of these concerns yeah, for you. They- Five o'clock, they're going home. No matter if you take all the bread and feed it to ducks outside. Right. And then walk out, they're going home at five. This yeah. person, at this, they're getting paid the same amount, almost certainly. And, and here's the thing. It's not like you've conned the system. These punch cards, the punches only come when you buy a sandwich. So they knew when they established this punch card deal, they knew what they were getting into, that they were like, yeah. 10, we are charging 10% more than we yeah. should per sandwich. You bought it. You already bought those sandos. That's what they're See, except for the somebody one did. Industry, somebody well, so, bought this. It's been paid for. You gotta give gotta give credit though. I I can never keep track of a punch card long enough to fill it out. I don't actually understand why you didn't redeem. You know? That's true, because you did why buy did enough sandwiches it? to refill those, which means you could have used some of those to get free the sandwiches you paid for to get the punches on the card. Yeah, why didn't you redeem it? You should have redeemed it. Were you saving it for like, I'm gonna, ne- I need to feel like I've really achieved something today. Today's a free sandwich day, right? That when they're like, that'll be, I don't know, like $8 and you're like, no, it won't. And it's just like, I need to know that the universe is on my side for this one today. Mm. Mm. Um. Uh, get those sandwiches. Nobody cares. Nobody there cares. Nobody there is going to get mad at you. This is you're overthinking it. Go get those sandos and eat them all in, in one sitting in front of them. Make you're them overthinking it. By the way, we need to be careful because we could put ourselves out of business by just having that. Each episode is now five minutes long because we can answer seventy five percent of questions with you're overthinking it. You're okay. overthinking it. Just like you know, go get some sandwiches. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say. I mean, you, you why didn't you redeem them? You could invest in some no, uh, shut costumes. Up. Why didn't you redeem them? You should have done this a long time. When you ago. fill one up, you just, you're hooked on the sense of achievement. 
You got to let yourself luxuriate in your spoils. You worked hard for those 10 punches. Go get your free sandwich. There's nothing more delicious except a little pepperoncini. Unless. I don't know, Trav. I don't know, Give, Trav. Okay, here's what Trav, you're... I don't, I don't want to break 10 years of tradition, but I don't... Unless. You're going to get five friends, and you're all going to go in, and each one is one by one going to get the sandwich, right? And then you're all going to step outside... And then they're going to hand the other five sandwiches to you. Now, it is important because this is the prestige. The employees need to see this happen. And they're like, oh, they got us. We fell for the oldest better? trick in the book. Well, because now it feels now, like you a You tell thing. me now how that's better. Because now it's a, it's a bit now and it's a thing. And You think that people working at Quiznos want a, a, a Korean Quiznos want, want a sketch? You well, think I think everybody likes skit? to feel like they were part of something. I guess so. And then get I mean, a flat. even Andy a- Garcia, Andy Garcia joins in in like the third one. You know what I mean? Like he wants to be part of it too. Actually, Travis, it, that doesn't happen at Oceans. And in what? fact, Andy, Gar- Andy Garcia is not even in them. Holy shit, it's Whoa. Cherry it's Cherry Garcia, his sister. It's Carlos Mencia. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Carlos Mencia plays the bad guy in all of the Oceans movies, but it's not the same character. Oh, really? Yeah, Carlos Mencia plays different bad guy characters throughout it. So, um, can I do a wizard? Can you? I guess. I'm going to do a wizard now. Ben can't sent this one in. Thank you, Ben. Crushing it has always. It is how to win an I love you more argument. Oh, thank God. Um, Which is also my favorite line from Star Wars, where Leia's like, I love you. And he's like... I love you. I love you the maximum amount, baby. Mm-hmm. And then he gets frozen. Yeah. How do you win a I love you, you more argument? It turns out that there are a ton of ways. You just have to get creative. Here, we'll share some sweet and sassy comebacks that will make your SO admit defeat. Read on to come out on top the next time you hear I love you more. I'm just glad that this uh, article is finally acknowledging the truth, which is love is a competition. Yep. As are things. As all and things. a battlefield, but that's a different thing. And a and a flower, a rose with thorns. That's so true, Griffin. Okay, so I number one, I love you the most. Dazzle them with a word that's even better than more. A child wrote this one. <laughs> <laughs> What's a word that's better than more? Addish, additional, even I more. You. Fuck. I, I love you incrementally, atop your love. I double dog love you. Um, I have the ultimate level of, these are more suggestions for I love you the most. I have the ultimate level of love for you. My love for you is unparalleled. I love you more than what's humanly possible. All of now those that's, are- Okay, okay, stop. Yeah. You're a human. Yeah. You're a human, you it's can't. not true. It's I not love true. You like, I got dog love for you, which is more than human love. It's a special love. My love for you has exceeded maximum recommended settings. Yeah. I'm terrified. I'm, the, I'm burning up inside I, because of the love I have for you. My processing units just can't handle it. Oh, God, yeah. oh, God. I need a doctor for how much I love, because I got a bad case of loving you. Like the song says, but mine's yeah. serious, because I could die. I could Have you ever die. thought about uh, that maybe it's two different statements, and he's saying, doctor, doctor, give me the news. And then also, doctor, I've got a bad case of loving you. So it seems like he knows the news. He has yeah. his diagnosis already. Yeah, that's the that's the score. But his is kind of WebMD. Like he yeah. just like Googled it, and the doctor's probably like, "God, you're like the third dude today." I think about you day and night. Say you're totally smitten to be one hundred percent victorious. Here's some suggestions. Even after all this time, I'm absolutely obsessed with you. You're on my mind twenty four seven. I totally adore you. I'm head over heels for you every second of the day. 
Some of these are starting to sound a little bit uh, less of a I love you more competition and more something one might find in the journal of someone that needs some help. Like you know kill, what I mean? Like a killing guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think about you day and night. I'm still yeah. obsessed with you. I like even after all this time, I'm absolutely obsessed with you acknowledging that time's ravages should have reduced my love yeah. for you at this point. Even though and, I know all the horrible shit about you and how terrible yeah. you are like 40% of the time, I'm still yeah. pretty obsessed with you. I frequently forget to eat, poop, and sleep because of the <laughs> Wait, love where I do the commas go in there, Griffin? I f- <laughs> <laughs> uh, gross. I love you to the moon and back. Declare your loves out of this world to win your silly fight. Tell them that there's nothing on earth that compare to how you feel about them. You'll make them swoon with your adoring words. No, Suggestions. you won't. You're my moon and stars. You're the sun in my life. My love for you is out of this world. When you say you're my moon and stars, what does that mean? Because it's not like on a normal basis, you, you the moon and stars are so very important to every individual that well, it's like, I'm, my love for you has replaced your love for the moon and stars? No, like, I think it's saying quite literally... And it's stupid because you know what my moon and stars is? The moon and stars? Yeah, there's they're great. Yeah. They're up they're up there every night doing it. I like, I'm just saying that there's what you could say like you're my bread, right? Oh, I love great. bread. You're the blood in my body and I do need that. I don't know that I love my blood though. I'm saying like I'm making I an do. optional choice. Well, okay. I Your blood is great, great though. I got amazing blood. But if I um, say like I love you more than I love detective plus weird consultant procedural shows. And that's a lot. That means something. That means something. Um, You're going to be, here's where we really start to get into it. You're going to be my number one for an eternity. Tell them you'll always be their biggest fan to win them over. Bring up words like eternity, forever, or endless. It'll be unmistakable that you'll always be there for your SO. I I don't want a fan. I place you above everything else. I worship you. You will always come first. Your happiness is my biggest priority, babe. Gross. Babe. Babe, forever, babe. We'll never die. Hey, Even this when is I... all shit that like 15-year-old Travis said because he thought it was romantic. This is gross. But it's getting there, isn't it? No. Try this out. You think about this Mandela effect. Your brain is like, that sucks. But really, it's good. If Teresa said to me, I'm your biggest fan... Forever, that is for eternity. For eternity? For an that, endless forever mm, No, eternity. thank you. I worship no, you, Travis. Travis, hey, real you. quick. Yes, I worship you. Yeah. I worship you eternally. Well, I appreciate that, guys. I, I mean, that's definitely everything. uneven as far as our yokes go. I place you above everything else, Travis, forever and for eternity. That is putting a lot of pressure stopping. on me as your brother, yeah. but I really appreciate it. And I also know, frankly, I can rise to that challenge. Um, if, if I had to choose- But I'm not married to you guys- here, let me try this next one. If I had to choose the best part of my life, it'd be you, kissy face emoji con. Well, you're right about that. They say they're say they're a gift, so they'll melt and admit defeat. Say that just their presence is the highlight of their life. What? Your presence is the highlight of your life. That's great. That's actually pretty meaningful. Can I just say this? Also, whoever has written this article also does not know how to win. And I love you more competition because the way that you win, I would argue, is for your partner to be the one who loves you more. Like, I love you more. Oh, Good. Whoa, whoa. Right? If you love the other person more, you've lost. Right. Yeah. So if they're like, I, I love you, I love you more. Good. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate Good. that. That's great. Checkmate, That's great for me. I guess. Checkmate. Awesome. Oh, cool, uh, sorry, man. I don't, sorry I don't love you 
as much as you love me, but I'm over here loving it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Hey, awesome. Because I know this. how much I love you. Yeah. And if you're more than that, fuck yeah, dude. Or you could get really butthurt about it. Just be like, wow, I thought I love you the most, but fuck me, I guess. Yeah, I guess I'm the asshole. I guess I'm the, the real big butthole. I got proof I love you more. I bought you a PS5. Be over the top and give them a gift to come out on top in your quote-unquote fight. This is a great call for a special milestone, like their birthday or an anniversary. Use a thoughtful gift as evidence for how much you adore them. Now, you do it, have to sit on that gift for a while, because you're like, I have the, okay, I've bought the PS5. Now to get into an I love you more. I love you. I love you too. Fuck. Damn it. Fuck. Damn it. Why did Are you, you say sure that? you don't? How much? <laughs> what? How much do you love me? What do you, why, why are you asking me that? Quantify you, it. Fight but, me. But just compare it to my love for you. Come on. It'll be fun. I don't want to do that. I love I, you. I love you too. What are you fucking afraid of? <laughs> Challenge me. But come on. Put yourself out there. Um, here's some suggestions. It's obvious I love you more. Just check out the package on your doorstep. I think these concert tickets show I love you more. I, bl <laughs> I blow your love out of the park. I booked us a trip to Maui. I like... <laughs> wow! The, the tense in that one sounds a lot like they're doing a little bit of role play. Like, oh yeah, well my love... I blow your love out of the park. I cast... <laughs> I, I five cast trip to Maui. It's a this critical is, success. I wish I'd been there when um, this kid was like, what do... What do people, where's a romantic place to go? Um, Maui, I guess. Can um, I also just say, that sounds a little bit like whilst in the middle of the argument, I've pulled up like Expedia or something on my phone. And it's like, oh yeah, I just booked, it's like, you booked us a trip without talking to me first? Like, yeah. how much did you spend? I'm busy that week. What if I was busy? I Don't can't go. Don't get mad because I played my trap card. We're going to Maui. You lose. Good day, man. <laughs> you all lose. The, all the dictionaries in the world wouldn't have enough words to describe my love. If you're left speechless, say words can't express all your love. Let them know that there's no way you could tell them how much you love them, even if you had all the phrases for love at your fingertips. If you're with each other in person, give your SO a hug to really seal the deal. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I love you, flubity bloobity. Hug. Yeah. Uh, I'd run out of breath if I listed all the ways I love you. So what, you want me to die, Sheila? Come on. That's very selfish of you. You what should know how to much go I buy love all you. the books. Come on. It take more than a lifetime to share everything I love about you. So do not ask me to, because we will both be dead at the end of it. Um, a trillion. Here's another one. A trillion poems couldn't capture how much I love you. Use really? Impress, use impressive numbers like one hundred, a million, or a thousand to express that you can't quantify all your love. Do they know that those three are not in order of size? A hundred poems couldn't capture how much I love you. That's not really that impressive. There's a grip of poems out there. Also, almost certainly not true, right? Like this is, the, when you get into that, like all these poems couldn't express how much I love you. It's like, I don't know, That's man. Lazy. Like one, you haven't Boy, even tried. These good poems. Like there's a lot of poems. Yeah. Even that, if it was just like roses are red, violets are blue, you're really great. Like, I okay, cool. Yeah, nice, man. Like, I love you a lot. That's all you're expressing this whole time. Like, you're not yeah. rewriting anything. Yeah, and, and a lot of poems, and a lot of people don't know this, but I'm married to a poet, and she has taught me a lot about this stuff, is that some poems aren't even about loving someone, and yeah. some of them are about, like, like, a big, strong baseball player. And get this, 
they don't even have to rhyme, which I think is absolute horseshit because that's just a story at that point, right? But a bad story where I didn't fill in all the details. I just said a bunch of phrases together and you're like, oh, the imagery. It's like, yeah, but like, how tall was he? We don't know. Yeah. I didn't put it in the story, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I was actually, I was referencing Casey at the bat there, but then I forgot that at the end he does strike out. So like, he's- What? Not actually, Spoilers! He's, he's not uh, actually Star a Star Wars good... and Casey at the bat. He's not a good baseball player, is what I'm saying. He's a big, strong idiot. Well, hold on. Fuck you, Griffin. Even the best baseball player doesn't have, like, a one-point, like, batting right. average. Everybody misses sometimes. This was an important homer for him. So he's not clutch. He can't okay. handle the pressure. doesn't mean he's not a good baseball player. I'd like to see you try. Casey's up there every day at the bat, putting the work in. Yeah. And here okay, you are, are doing sitting, it. Are we, finally, are we finally talking about Casey? Yeah, man. Okay. We've been putting it off for a decade, but let's fucking get this, dude. Why? Okay. The poem is about a guy that tries to hit baseball. It's so and hard. And it's so important that he hits it. Oh, my God. And it's God. so important. They really need him to hit it, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like, and he swings his great power and he misses. Only on the third one, though. The first two he lets go by and says, not my style. And like, I didn't want to hit it. What an asshole. Right, and then he chunks it, and he doesn't do it. And, like, everyone, this is how things went in the 1900s, or the late 1880s. He did it, and everybody's like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite poem ever. Yeah. I'm going to keep bringing this up. <laughs> I'm going to go to my friends and be like, Guys, I just read the fucking coolest poem. It's about a guy who doesn't swing at a baseball a couple times, and then he does and misses and bums everybody out. And I think it's the best poem I've ever read. Yeah. Someone must have, I think it's Melville, right? But somebody must have gone to him and been like, hey, one note, great poem. Love the poem. All the baseball stuff, love it. One note, what if he hit it at the end? What if he hit what it if the he end really and the last line was it. like, and he cranked it and everybody was so jized and they went and had a great afternoon. No, it's Ernest Thayer. And it's like, what if even the other team's fans were like, Casey did a great job. Damn, Casey. Okay, well, he swings at the first pitch, two notes. He swings at the first pitch and totally nails it. And everyone's like, oh, thank God. And then yeah. if you want, maybe it's not like a walk-off home run. You can change it and be like, he hits it. They're up by two. He gets on base. He gets on base or something. And then the Next guy strikes And then out. Jameson comes to bat. Yeah. Jameson. And we can call it Jameson at the bat. The sequel. We call it, the name of the poem is now Jameson cranks that shit after yeah. Casey puts up an impotent single. And maybe, then and maybe Jameson really cranks it, but what's this? Oh, uh, the player, we'll call him, uh, we'll call him Dewan. Dewan just like really leaps in the air, like a nine foot leap. It's tremendous. Catches it out of the air. Yeah. Right, so now it's like, oh, everybody did a great job. Everybody right? did a great job doing, especially swimming in tush. Oh, oh yeah, there could be four or five more stanzas, uh, and it's like, and then yeah, Duin maybe they goes, go into overtime. They're tied. Oh, and the game never ends. Yeah, but everybody's swimming in tush by the end. Of Everyone's it. swimming in tush. That's the only way they can get them to stop playing. They, they two, just call it, and you can have all the tush you want. There are two different towns in America. That claim to be the real Mudville. Why would you want to be that loser ass town? Sucks. Why do you want to be this beat down, shitty town? Yeah. Where the biggest thing you got going is a dude lost at baseball and got no tush. That's us. (laughs) We're the tushless town. All right. Uh, We're the ones where it happened. 
or it didn't happen. You could give up and respond, I know, end the argument by soaking up your SO's love, get a little cocky and say you're already totally aware they adore you. It's a great way to stop them in their tracks and make them laugh. Suggestions, tell me something I don't know. Okay, sounds good to me. How could you not, shrug emoji? Wow. I love you more. You're right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to love you more, but I've just never known how to. And you, uh, <laughs> I'm the I'm the Casey at the Battle of Love. I'm trying just, to swing away, and I keep missing. And this one will for sure get you broke up with. Let's just agree we love each other equally. You're not really arguing. Only <laughs> the truth is truce is still pretty cute. Remind them that love doesn't have to be a battlefield, even yeah. though we have spent the last ten tips. Demanding that love be a battlefield. I love Focus you. on what really matters, your feelings for each other, and celebrate that you're both completely in love. Suggestions. Why don't we call it even? We're both 100% in love. I don't want to argue. Let's just call it it's truth. I'm in love. I think we should call it a day and just cuddle. I'm not going to cuddle. I love with you. you. I love you more. Don't do this. Don't do this. Let's stop and cuddle. I'm not going to cuddle with you. You're fucking weak. We're Couldn't driving. Think of a good thing to say. Yeah. Hey, cuddle um, me. No, I'm driving. Cuddle me if you love cuddle me. Cuddle me now. <laughs> if you love me, you'll let go of the wheel. If you don't cuddle me right now, it means I love you the most. And I will be consistently dissatisfied with the level of love that you are giving me. That's the subtext of this whole thing. Um, that's all. Don't do any of this. Don't do any of this. No, don't do it. No, don't do it. I love you in a different way. Oh, that's cool. I yeah. love you. You may love me more in the way that you love me. But yeah. I love you in a very special way, like the way a dog loves a person. Oh, this, okay, this is great. When when your partner says, I love you more, you say, like, are we talking like per pound? Is this a ratio thing? Or is it yes. just like, right, we're just doing one for one love comparison? Let's really break this down. Cause I'm about four inches taller than you, right? So I would say That's my good. love per square inch yeah. might be lower than yours. But still, my overall number, and by this point, they've left the room. They've left you. Yeah. You say, I've got 60 pounds on you, and that's pure love muscle. And I'm that's not right. talking about my wiener when I say that. Yeah. I mean, the- If you I got a 60-pound wiener, oh my God, go to yeah, the hospital. That's my yeah, favorite that's... stanza in Casey at the Bat, where it takes like, <laughs> actually, it's like two or three stanzas that talks about like every dimension of Casey's wiener. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, uh, he's like, uh, now the leather bound sphere comes hurtling through the air. And did you check out this dude's hog? He, that massive hog. They keep having to redraw the baselines because as Casey goes from base to base, his normal member just dusts it away. And it's, it's, it's not just like a physical thickness. It's got a lot of emotional depth as well. It, yeah. it reads to kids in the hospital yeah. and everything. This is it's, one incredible wiener. Its symbolic weight can actually be measured by physical scales. That's how important this wiener is. It's amazing. And, yet, and maybe he can't close the deal when he needs to. <laughs> But so he can't he has a, a but his automobile has a special sidecar for his thing <laughs> for that dirty thing that damn dirty thing Casey's got. Um that's it for this article. I feel like we did a good job with it. Yeah. I'm glad we could help. And I want to help somebody else. I'm not I'm, 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 my thirst is still unslaked. Well it's gotta oh. wait. What? It has to wait. We gotta help what? ourselves first. Ah, Money. Let's get the money set. It's better. It's better with you. Can I tell you guys something? Okay. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be bringing this up now. My time 
My time is valuable. Yeah. Money, yeah. it's my, every second, I've done the math. Yeah. Every second of my life is worth 73 cents. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but there's a lot of seconds in the day, guys. No, that I mean, shit that adds up. up. Yeah, that's like yeah. $14 or something. Yeah. And you know what I don't have? Time to waste at the post office. That's time I could be making money on stocks and bonds and dividends. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Or losing money. Griffin, Ooh, not in this market? It's tough out now. there. Griffin, okay. not now. I'm really sorry. The market, I've lost my shirt, pants, underwear, kidneys, a nut. In this market? Thanks, NASDAQ. More like NASDAQ. Stamps.com saves you time, money, and stress. Stamps.com gives you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right now from your computer. And get discounts you can't find anywhere else. Like up to 30% off USPS rates and 86% off UPS. Now, it does say here, uh, please don't talk about losing a nut on the stock market. Oh, fuck. Oh, great. Uh, plus, they don't, But they want us to be real, right? Like, it's Yeah, they say get real. Just real don't say it. the word nut. At least not in reference to a testicle. Okay. Well, maybe I wasn't. Oh. <laughs> Try to prove it. Okay. Plus, stamps.com seamlessly works with Shopify, Amazon, Etsy, eBay, and more. So stop wasting time and start saving money when you use stamps.com to mail and ship. Sign up with promo code MYBROTHER, all one word, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code MYBROTHER, all one word. Do it. Coward. Whoa. Yeah, they didn't say that part. I did. Uh, you know, you got a fresh look, you got a f uh, new style, and you um, want to reflect that with clothes. Maybe you're into new things. Maybe you've, uh, you're turning over a new leaf. Maybe it's a new page for you. Mm. Maybe you're know. in the witness relocation program. Maybe you're in the witness relocation program and all your clothes would give you away to the terrible mafia nods that are <laughs> tracking your every step. Well, well, all my clothes have trackers set into them, Justin, and you know that. Yeah, but the, so you need some new clothes. What better way to do it than with Stitch Fix? They make shopping easy. In fact, you could make the argument that they even do the shopping for you. <gasps> You tell them your style. You tell them the, the kind of people you're hiding from. You tell them your size, how much you want to spend on garments. I would expect, I'd say, not. don't get cheap here. Okay, this is, this is my life. In, this is your life hanging in the balance. <laughs> and some special occasions that are coming up. Like, perhaps you're testifying. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know what it is. I'm not trying to dox you here. Just uh, Stitch Fix can help you get set up. Uh, they're going to send you uh, some garments. You try them on. You see what you think. You keep only the ones you like, the ones you don't like, you put in this prepaid shipping envelope and you send it right back to them, no big deal. They're all handpicked for you, so it's gonna reflect your look and you work with a stylist that's gonna try to anticipate sort of what they think that you will love. Shipping is free, returns, exchanges, all free and easy. So sign up today at stitchfix.com slash my brother to get $20 off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash my brother to get $20 off your first purchase. Limited time offer, purchase within two days of sign up. 
Hi, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Our comedy podcast, Jordan Jesse Go, just celebrated its 15th anniversary. It was a couple months ago, but we forgot. Uh, yeah, completely. Our, our silly show is 15 years old. That makes it old enough to get its learner's permit. And almost old enough to get the talk. Wow, I hope you got the talk before then. A lot of things have changed in 15 years. Our show's not one of them. We're never changing and you can't make us. Jordan, Jesse, go the same forever at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going first. It's me, Jackie Kasian. Man, she's always this bossy. Uh, <laughs> hi. I'm Lori Kilbarton. Uh, we're a bunch of stand-up comics, and uh, we've been doing comedy like 60 years total with <laughs> both of us, but we look amazing. And, uh, <laughs> out. We drop every Monday on Max Fun, and it's called The Jackie Laurie Show, and you could listen to it and learn about comedy and learn about anger management and all the things. And Jackie is married but childless, and I'm unmarried but childful. So together, we make <laughs> one complete woman. Is that just what that going to Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we try to make Kyle laugh just like that and say, oh, my God, every episode. It's a good job. The Jackie and Lori Show, Mondays, only on Maximum Fun. Now. Now can we get back to helping? Yes, I would love this. Yeah, please, thank you. But let's not help him too much. No, I, I, yeah, for sure. I don't want to make ourselves obsolete. You know, you don't want to give people an unrealistic expectation of our our abilities. I'm at the bar, and I need to order a beer. Biru ipon. There you go. Easy. Oh wait, they're in America. (laughs) Listen to this fucking guy. My mistake. (laughs) I'm ordering a beer to celebrate getting my reports done. But he's distracted. Okay. I'm at the bar and I need to, I don't know who the he is referring to. Probably the person that the, yeah, the one you might order a drink from. Yes. I'm at the bar and I need to order a beer to celebrate getting my reports done. But the bartender is distracted watching Austin Powers and seems really into it. Am I legally allowed to interrupt his bliss and order another Baruski? That's from Chillaxing in Chapel Hill. Now, I want to talk to you for a second. About an interesting little little thing you've done with your pros here. You made it sound at the beginning like you're ready to begin drinking beers. And it sounds by the end of the question like you're settling in for another beer. And I feel like you need to decide which one it is. Have you already been enjoying beers? Yes, Justin. Or are you a new arrival here? You got that. Because I feel like it changes the tenor of your relationship with the bartender. I would say that if you walk in... It sounds to me like the first beer was a motivation to work on the reports, right? This is my okay. re- this is my coworker now. Well, this is a team effort between me and my friend Beer, and now I finished the reports, and now it's time for uh, a reward beer, which will be uh, perhaps higher gravity. Um, perhaps now I'm going to go for a Goza. You know what I mean? Where I was having a lager before. <laughs> A gozer? A gozer. Yeah. <laughs> gozer the gozerian, indeed. Drink that spooky it, beer up. I'm gonna I'm gonna let him take over my body and use me as the gatekeeper. Now, here's the thing. So erotic. I also would guarantee I've been to a Sorry bar I too. Said that. That's all right. It, it is. It didn't need to be said. It's fine. But we I thought it'd be thinking f- it. I thought it would be funny, but I don't think it's actually that good if Gozer gets in your body and 
uses you as a vessel. Okay. Well, we all have our feelings about it, Griffin. You've made yours clear. That when you walked in, you got your beer. The bartender said, can I get you anything else? And then you said, no. And that bartender then said to themselves, cool, back to Austin Powers. Mm. Now it's your turn to reestablish the connection because you said you didn't want anything else. Here's my suggestion. What do you guys think about this? You're going to laugh maybe a little too hard at the next justifiable joke that okay. one might laugh at. Yes. And you're going to break them know. The, until they look at you and like, oh, laughing this hard sure makes me thirsty. Okay, that's great. That's great. I lo- Travis, that's actually a good one. Just like, <laughs> he's pooping next to Tom Arnold. That's hysterical. That's a good one, man. Why I got your attention over here. I would love a big bottle of wine. Yeah. Or whatever, you know, whatever. You should, you or like. if you can get a word in edgewise, you should just order eight or nine beers so that you yeah. don't have to. Get them lined up. Maybe a flight. Yeah, flight of big beers. Because, I mean, you can say, like, oh, I'll get one during the funny poop scene with Tom Arnold. But then, like, you're not going to really have a big window there because the next joke is just going to come fast and furious right after and that. Either, okay, either the bartender is watching on DVD, which is a possibility, I guess, or way more likely it's on TBS, at which point there will be <laughs> commercial breaks, right? I mean, I guess, but like, who wants to wait for that? That's a I good can't point. keep tabs on Austin Powers long enough. No, that's the bartender's job is to keep tabs. Yeah. <laughs> Trav. Thank you. God, Austin Powers is fucking funny. It's so it's good. Funny. I wish I was watching that instead of this. And I get it, man, because you look away from that for two minutes, you're lost in the plot. Yeah, yeah. it's it's going too fast. Yeah, Doesn't man. Because do- it's really doing a balance of like comedy and action. And there's you know, so like, much there's character just- work that you're like, wait, yeah. why does he care about this now? If this was the love guru, you would have plenty of windows to get in there and get the beverage that you need. Yeah, there's some lengthy. Not that it's not funny, but that it's <laughs> they give the jokes a little bit more room to breathe in the love guru. Yeah, they don't let you. They don't let you get up. <laughs> no, 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 no. The pay. It's 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 funny because it's like they said in How I Married an Expert. It's like we're gonna have some jokes, but mostly. We're going to have like a real story here that you really have to follow. And then you got to Austin Powers. They're like, you know what? We can focus a little bit more on the jokes, all the jokes. And they're like, you know what? Too many jokes. Love Guru, we're just going to have a few jokes. What about story? No. No. So, I mean, Love Guru's got good story in it. Does it, Griffin? Yeah. yeah. And and also, speaking of the Ben Tavrit, did you know that it is a spinoff of... <laughs> So I'm married to Max. I did, yeah. I just can't get enough of that fact. In the loosest sense. In the loosest sense. In the loosest sense, Mike Myers, whatever you think about the quality of Pentaveret, which is wild and unassailable, um, it is wild that Mike Myers did a called shot of late. Do you realize (laughs) Mike Myers laid the mythology out of the Pentaveret? In So I Married an Axe Murderer, wrote the check, put it in a Bible, put the Bible on a shelf, mm-hmm. came back 25 years later, opens the Bible. What's this? Oh, that's right. That check. Definitely forgot and then about makes the it Bible. Definitely did Completely not forgot it. about the Bible. And then and then makes Ben Taver based on the mythology he established in So I Married an Axe Murderer. Un- unfathomable. 
unfathomable. That's what isn't it, Justin? I'm sorry. Isn't it more likely that someone, maybe Ed McMahon, showed up from Netflix with a giant check and said, "But we do need you to give us this an idea right now." Yeah. And he just finished rewatching his own movie because that's what I would do if I was Mike Myers and I'd made so many classics. God knows I've watched my own TV show. Also, Thank I you. wish it was. I wish there were more episodes just so I had more to watch yeah. over and over again. Man, we're fucking funny. But then he was like, not funny enough or too funny. Possible. Us and then he Mike was Myers. like, uh, Pentaveret. And they're like, sold, Mike. <laughs> so Mike, thanks. Here's your big check. I'm Ed McMahon. <laughs> Sorry. I've recently taken up salsa dancing lessons and it's going really well. The only problem is I get very sweaty when doing even the slightest amount of exercise. Yes, me too. This makes it particularly awkward when my dance partner has to touch my sweaty self. Plus, it doesn't look too graceful. How can I sweat less or at least sweat with style on the dance floor? That's from Sizzling Salsa Boy in Sydney. I mean, I I wish I glistened. Right, the sweat. The sweat is part of it. It's part of it's it. It's part of it, but it shouldn't be all of it, Justin. It's all of it. It's sensuality. Sex. It's connection. Sex. No, but this is the thing, Sex. Justin. There's a difference between having that glistening sheen of sweat, right, which is what we all strive for all the time, versus that just like, oh, is it hot in here? Like that. I I did two hours of yard work this weekend. Yeah, and like you would have think I was thrown into a pool by a big bully. At I I. I call it work glitter because it's when I'm putting in the work. Yes. You know what I mean? When I'm putting in the work and I start to glisten with possibility of a renewed me that feels better and has more confidence, like that's my, that, that I treasure that sweat. I treasure it. And for this, the, the, the sweat is just the sexuality oozing all, out of you on the dance all floor. All dance is sex. All sex is dance. This Thank is my, you. this is my theory. That <laughs> lay it out. You can't. I just think he just said it. No, he just said the whole theory. I believe, all which is all sex is, is dance and all dance, dance is sex. Sex is dance. Salsa dance, especially the wetter the better. People will know, leave no doubt in their mind when they see how wet you are on that salsa dance floor. So okay, ice dancing. That's ice sex. Yes, you're saying. You did, but you don't get that wet. What about the cha-cha slide? Oh fuck yeah, that's sex, man. The cha-cha doing slide right? is, like pre- is a sort of prescribed sex. It's that, like wait, you guys to, don't have a caller during your sexual uh, ex- exploits? Yeah, who's like no glide to the left, and I would be like, that's not the direction. It's possible right it's now. Side to side movement. I said is not- glide to the left. I'll try it. Whoa, <laughs> you were right. Whoa, this is <laughs> that's why you hired me, man. Now follow along. Reverse, reverse. I don't know, but whoa, wanna... it feels great. Cha cha, real smooth. Do I don't how? I'll how? try it. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> what about like shaker style dancing? That's very like like does it give to be that kind of? Thing? I don't think like, they do a lot of dancing in there, Justin. Unless you, like I guess the shaking. Well, they move around a chair. There's a they move around a chair. Oh no, Griffin, you're thinking um, of the oh, fuck. I'm thinking of the fuck. Yeah, you're thinking of <laughs> uh, musical chairs. Is what I was trying to get to. Just wasn't there. <laughs> fuck. I remember doing a chair-based choreography in elementary school to "Tis a Gift to Be Simple," um, and think the whole time thinking like this is deeply, deeply erotic. <laughs> <laughs> I think anybody who salsa dances and doesn't sweat is a cyber is a cyber person. Yeah. That is true. And that's fine. You should be able to express your cyber feelings through the art of dance, but you can't beat yourself up if you're not sweating. Yeah. And you know what? 
Next time you're dancing with that partner and they feel that sheen of sweat on you, you just you don't have to say it out loud because don't be that person. But you can think like, you're welcome. I'm yeah. in it, right? I mean, I'm in it. I'm here. You see my commitment. It's oozing Thank out my pores. You. It's a good sign you ain't phoning it in, right? Like, I'm literally yes. giving it all I've got. If I gave any more, I might pass out. And every every dry Dave in that fucking dance floor is probably looking at you the whole time like, I wish I could get that wet. Also, who's to say you got to do this <laughs> salsa dancing in like a big fancy suit or whatever you're wearing? You're getting so warm. Maybe yeah. just some shorts and no. like nothing else, man. I'm that's I'm imagining that's them in the big talking head suit, just yeah, salsa dancing fair. and just like just just so damp all over inside. Also, just don't drink a lot of water for the 48 hours beforehand, so that way you don't have this any. Bad you have you no don't have any inside. water to sweat, baby. This is bad advice. You'll die. No, you, you can't, can't do that. I mean, there's other liquids you can drink. Uh, the one thing I won't joke about on this show is hydration. Yeah, that's true. So you're, you know, you're right. I'm so sorry, but I didn't mean it. Drink water. All the water you drink can. Water. Don't pee until you get on the floor. I thought that in Silver Linings Playbook, they uh-huh. were both in, they were both so dry. At the big scene in the end, we're like, time to win the dance contest. And yeah. then they do win it, but they're dry. <laughs> this is our third one that we have ruined. Who? You must stop, hey, Griffin. Hey. You ruined Star Wars. Casey at the Bat, Silver Linings Playbook. Leave something. You know who does this fucking right? Dirty Dancing. At the end, when he's doing Holy Dirty Dancing, shit. he looks sweaty as hell and it's such a good dirt. look. That's the you call it sweaty dancing. The dirt is the man wet. You at- see that room and you're like, that man brought the humid in with him. <laughs> I think that um, a lot of people get yearbook quotes from this show, and that's yeah. fun. And if you do want to use the dirt is the man wet <laughs> for that, to let people. You're, uh, yeah, you're help yourself. And your principal's going to call you and be like, <laughs> What's this mean? I'm not saying no. Did you leave out some words or letters? Is there a conjunction that should be in there? What's happening? Be like, you obviously don't know how to dance. Yeah, man. And he's like, oh, yeah? And then challenges you right then and there. But he's going to be so dry because he doesn't fucking know. If he knew, he would know what the dirt is the man wet means. Kevin Bacon's bringing the man wet, too. Yeah. Kevin Bacon bring, And I'm not just talking about Footloose. He brings it in Tremors, too. Lesser known yeah. dancing movie. But that's just the climate. Yeah. Well, no, that's yeah. a dry climate. It was the f- being afraid of big worms. But that makes the that makes the man wet. Also, he would be terrified of Casey at the bat. It's not the. It, it's just the tremors he's afraid of. It's not the heat. It's the monstrosity. Yeah, that's he's true. Just, oof, oof, oof. Do we want to do another? If we've been really zooming through these, like I love these. Been, I've never done all the. I want to do another yeah, one. Let's do it. A while back, I was a member of the, of a fan forum for a show. We get it. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to play coy with us. You used to like our show enough to be on a fan. I don't think that's it. Keep going. The rest of this question might rule us out. Who knows, though? I was chatting with the other four members about how much I love the beautiful dark green iridescent suit that one of the characters wears. wears. Every recording. They went out of the blue. One of the other members of the forum offered to give me an identical waistcoat from their closet that they need to get rid of. I. I, at the time, I declined because I didn't know them very well. But now I'm starting to get into wearing gothic style clothes, and that waistcoat is really looking really tempting. The only problem is it's been over a year since they offered. Should I reach out to them and see if they still have it, or have I waited too long and lost my chance at having a sick ass beetle vest? Now wait, okay, so that changes it at the end there, doesn't it? Because I'm my, beetle, I would not describe is it a, beetle, a beetle vest. I would not describe my dark green iridescent suit that I wear every recording as a beetle vest. Mm. 
Travis, I feel like you've got the le- highest likelihood of knowing what this person is referring to. I'm trying I'm, to pull it, right? I'm, I'm like, thinking it's Big Bad Beetleborgs. I mean, it can't be that. <laughs> Explain <laughs> why. Are you, wait, were you listing things you wanted to rule out? No, no, no. Tell me why it can't be Big Bad Beetleborgs. If I'm writing into my brother, my brother, me, and I have a question that I, I'm going to take to them. Yeah. And I do have a way of, and I want to make sure this <laughs> this gets answered. And I have the ability to tie it into Big Bad Beetleborgs and thereby guarantee yes. uh-huh. my participation in the program. I'm going and to that's tie like, it we don't, can't we, be Big Bad We don't do roommate questions or anything anymore. But if somebody was like, my fucking roommate stole my, stole my potato chips again. How do I make sure he doesn't steal my potato chips? Also, Big Bad Beetleborgs. Then guess what? You're we are going to get into yeah. it. But please don't listen. Don't this is now we've said it, the rule it's gone. But that that has been the truth for a long time. So it's I can't help with your question, but I can't help with the mystery. I love the dark green iridescent suit mm-hmm. that one of the characters wears. Uh-huh. And it's a beetle vest. Well, it might not be an actual beetle. It might just be like uh iridescent and similar to a beetle's carapace. But they said that the person offered them a way. You know who I bet? I bet it's Arrow. Arrow. I bet it's Arrow. Does Arrow have a waistcoat? Oh, I gotta look now. But when I'm thinking dark green, iridescent, Arrow. Loves Beatles. Loves Beatles. Arrow character suit. Very Did you guys know? Hey, Griffin, what's a waistcoat? It's a A waistcoat. Travis, shut up. Griffin, what's a waistcoat? It's like what Pirates wears, yes? Griffin, what's a waistcoat? Just describe a waistcoat for me. It's a coat that cinches around the waist, and it's what's pirate wears. Does it got sleeves? Yeah, it's a coat. Oh my no, god! No, it's a vest. It's a vest. A waistcoat's a vest. Well, then they should fucking call it that. Did you know? I just learned this. Like just oh, now. that was fun. So me and Justin were both dumb dumbs, but Justin educated himself, and then thought he would turn. No, no, no! I, I just wanted to see if you were. I'm admitting to my ignorance. I'm not like I'm not hiding. But you didn't. Th- you didn't let me quiz you. So let me quiz you on some shit that both of us don't know. But I'm gonna Google real quick. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I can't believe you guys didn't know. Uh, this is really embarrassing. You, you know what's funny is the capital of Arkansas, and a lot of people thought. And Justin, what do you real quick? What do you think the capital of Arkansas is? <laughs> Little Rock. God dang it. That's actually try really a different yes! try a different one, Griffin. I'll try a different city. Yeah, do one about like animals. <laughs> I'm over here trying to Google beetle colored vests. Yeah, I need you guys to. And smoke what you us should up. be googling is the capital of um of fucking Wyoming because I know it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know it, but what do you know, what? Justin? Oh, you do- oh you don't know. What it. is it, Justin? You say it now, quick before you Cheyenne. Googled that. You that one I googled. No that one way. I had to Google. That one I had to. It's got to be Arrow. It's got to be Arrow. I'm him. not finding a lot of pictures of him in a suit, though. I mean, you it's wouldn't hard. need that. You just need it in a vest. Just a need vest. Arrow green vest. Iridescent green. Now he said, okay, but wait. If they said it's a vest that one of the characters wears, that tells me that it's like a uniform. This is their costume, right? It's not just like, they don't say sometimes wears. Yeah. They say yeah, like yeah, all yeah, the yeah, times yeah, wears yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's got to be shown with a fan form. Beautiful dark. See, that's what's making me think. Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit about Arrow. That is not true, Griffin. Everyone I've never Arrow. met anybody who's like, love, you got to be watching Then Arrow. you need to get your fucking shit together, bro. Arrow that's not true. Good. At the first Comic-Con I ever went to, I thought I would be trampled until dead by, by real Arrowheads. 
Yes. That is what we call ourselves. Somebody yelled, some, I was chilling and I was like looking at Pokemon cards and somebody's like, it's a fucking arrow? And then all of it was like a, a herd of wildebeest. Gothic just style. Just set upon me. It might, if it's a gothic style iridescent green vest, it might be arrow. something supernatural, but I don't, I don't, I can't picture it. Okay. Hmm. Does anybody on, um, Riverdale wear vests. Don't watch Riverdale. It doesn't have a. You don't have to watch Riverdale to Google Riverdale vest. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just. I want you to know wearer. if it's not detective plus weird consultant, I don't watch it, Justin. If it's not Lucifer or Numbers or Mentalist or Monk or Psych or Lie to Me, uh, I found it. What is it? What is it? Jughead wears the power vest. Jughead wears the power vest. Jughead wears the power vest. Jug, like Jughead vest. Jug, Jughead wears the power vest when they are like doing when they're like trying to find out who the criminal is. <laughs> Jughead wears the power. Justin, vest. you mean when he activates the sigil? Activates Justin, it. please tell me you know powers. all the weird shit that happens in that TV show. It's off the rails. It's yes. What I have said was clearly a joke, but also like wilder shit hath happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, but Jughead Jughead does have the power vest, and that's what he wears to go fast. <laughs> well, I love that bit when he's like, gotta go fast, and then he puts he on his it, yeah. emerald beetle vest. And he zooms away, and everyone's like, whoa, and then he zooms back because he forgot all of his cheeseburgers. I googled characters who wear vests. That was a mistake. That was, Let me yeah. see. I'm looking at it now. It said Aladdin. It said Jughead, and in parentheses, power vest wearer, and then um, arrow. So it's one of those three. Um, yeah, there's a lot of vests in popular culture. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Like, um, wait a minute. Is it the, from, is it, um, somebody from Naruto? Naruto wear a vest? The waistcoat, this is what's problematic about this is that, well, one, it's not entertaining, but the second thing is that, uh, maybe it's Outlander. Seems like people are wild. Oh, Outlander. It's probably Outlander. Let's, in fact, let's just assume it's let's Outlander. Let's just call it for Outlander. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Joker. It's, it's got to be Joker. Then right? what's the what's the TV show, Justin? Joker's Wild. <laughs> His game show. <laughs> yeah, you got me. Yeah. yeah. You know what? There was that crossover event, Outlander, Big Bad Beetleborgs, where they travel back in time, and they're like, you want a shag, baby? And then she's like, yeah. But then the Big Bad Beetleborgs show up with their crazy genie ghost, and they're I like, remember that. you better not. That was um, basically uh, Jay Leno. Yeah, thank, yeah, I mean, everybody knows that. Yeah. But I guess it is important, if you don't know that, that the genie was Jay Leno, to know that they hate sex, and so they show up, time travel, they go back in time, they say, you better not It do is it. weird how much they brought up abstinence on that show. And not just like premarital abstinence, just like uh, forever. Yeah, the biggest, baddest Beagle, Be Beagle Borg is <laughs> abstinence. <laughs> That's where the Beetleborg's power came from? Yes. Uh, the, the cages around their genitals. Yeah, man, for sure, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that was rarely talked about except on the fan forums. Oh, what about the boys? The boys. Wait a minute. No, wait. It's got to be the boys or Loki. Oh, right? I bet it's Loki. It's got to be Loki. It's got to be Loki. Because the boys, if you're talking about the Aquaman dude, 
The Aquaman that, guy has I like call an that iridescent that's green. That's not very gothic, though. But Loki, for sure. Loki. All right. Hey, gosh, I love if this If it was new Loki, segment. they would have said, Loki, this is clearly something they're deeply ashamed of. Ashamed. Yeah, there is shame there. We like Loki. We hate well, Beetleborgs. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even email us about the Beetleborgs We anymore. hate those abstinent freaks. <laughs> Please write in. <laughs> what the vest is let's from. So final we can let's say our, our final answer. Justin, you're saying Loki. Travis. No, I want to say the boys. I'm going to say the I'm boys. I'm saying Loki. Loki feels right. Okay. I'm going to say. Uh, oh, but wait a minute. Cool. The clue of gothic style. Yeah. Yeah. We've ignored Fuck. that Loki doesn't have a gothic style at all. And I wouldn't say that the it, Loki when he's one. wearing the President Loki outfit. No, when it's not style. it's not like a beetle at all. It's just green. Good Fuck. I'm gonna say Samurai Pizza Cats and leave it there. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you can help us, this is all that I care about it. We're also recording <laughs> this a week ahead of time, and don't think I won't be thinking about it. For an entire yeah, week. We're not going to get any any sort of... Let's pub- we got to publish Ozark? this episode early. So I can... Yeah, this got to be early. I have to have it. In. I mean, Ozark? I'm I mean, Zark. I literally I'm just Zark found kid. a listing for Loki, Necessary Evil, Gothic Vest. Why Necessary good. I don't know evil. what that part's about. But the Gothic Vest, it's right there. Okay. Thank you for, thank you for listening. Please email if you can help. I don't normally do that, but I also don't read our email, so I'm feeling pretty confident about it right yeah. now. Um, thanks to everybody that has listened to our show for 10 years. That's cool. Thank you. We're recording this early, so if there's like some funny fast food thing that happened in the past week, and you're like, why didn't they? Sorry. Oh, it's because of that. I'll get you next time. No big deal. Uh, also, I'll let you know, we, uh, we've got a live show tour coming up in June, June 17th through the 19th. We're doing an Adventure Zone and an MBMBAM in Boston on the 17th and 18th. And we'll be doing another MBMBAM in Mashantucket on the 19th. Get those tickets, as well as tickets for our Salt Lake City show, Portland show, San Diego, Washington, Detroit, and Cincinnati shows at bit.ly slash McElroy Tours. They're super fun. And we love doing those live shows, and we hope to see you there. Mask and proof of full vaccination or negative COVID tests within 72 hours of event start is required. Dad's got Goldie's Guide to Grandchilding. It's out now. Go get it. It's really good and really cute, and you and your kids, or any kid in your life, is going to love it. It's at Linktree. Young at heart. Okay. L-I-N. K-T-R dot E-E slash Goldie's Guide. Uh, we got new merch coming out this Wednesday. We got a Count Donut pen designed by Kevin Budnick. Uh, we've got a Taz sticker sheet designed by Lynn Doyle. Uh, we've got 10% of all proceeds this month go to Fairness West Virginia, uh, the statewide civil rights advocacy organization dedicated to fair treatment and civil rights for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender West Virginians. Uh, so go check out all that new stuff and all the cool stuff that's already on there, McElroyMerch.com. Hey, thanks to Montaigne for these four theme song, My Life is Better With You. Got a new um, single coming out that Montaigne. Oh, Yeah. Uh, you should you should just go listen to all of Montaigne's music. Uh, she's been really cranking out some real jammers, um, and you're gonna, you're gonna really shake shake your booty to them. And Griff, you know yeah, what I need. I do. I need that Tom Hiddleston 
uh, impression from you. Okay. To close this out. Sure. Who is that? Loki. He is the... Remember we saw him one time walking out of a party that we were going to go into? Oh, oh you're right. the highlight of my life. Okay, I'll say remember? what he... I'll say what he said then when we saw him walking out okay. of a party yes, going to his car. Okay. Um... Where's my fucking spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> my name's Justin McElroy. I'm McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. It's been my brother, my brother, me, kiss your dad, square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.